Joe. Um, I've got a few for you this afternoon. Um, why are we doing this? For some, this is overbearing. For very few of us, this is us responding to an obedience. Yeah, so we're keying in into a new realm. And when you have or when you embrace the discussion of frontiers, you know that there's a few that has to carry something forward for the rest of their family. Yeah, so I've made up in my mind that I won't be missing from anything. And therefore, um, you'll be catching up with me, not the other way around. Yeah. Hebrews chapter 11. Let me leave that as that. Hebrews chapter 11. We'll go to the scripture we was at yesterday. Um, Hebrews 11 verse 32. Once you're there, you can read it for me, Abby. Go on. And what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson and Jephthah, about David and Samuel and the prophets, yeah. who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised. You saw that. We went through it yesterday, so I won't spend time on this. It says, who through faith conquered kingdoms. So we have seen it both in scripture and it manifested before our eyes that it is not your strength, it is not how powerful the family that you were raised in, um, meaning your biological, biological family, it's not going to be by the finances you have access to that makes you conquer kingdoms, it's first faith. We reminded ourselves yesterday that faith comes only by one means, that's by the hearing of the word of God. That's not just being where the word of God is. I can't say these things on a public um, broadcast. I can only say it here. Did you invite people like um, um, Kingsley? You forgot, right? Yeah, that's cool. Um, it, it's not just being where the word of God is being spoken. Faith does not come to where the word of God is spoken. It comes by hearing of the word of God. So one of the things I want to develop and put um, acute attention on this year for myself is my ability to hear. My ability to be, be able to translate a preaching into instructions that I can, I can apply to my life. If not, faith won't come. Did you hear me? But that's not even my point today and I don't want to make this um, longer than it needs to be. Who through faith conquered kingdoms then what? Administered justice. When they conquered kingdoms, they were put in the positions to administer justice. We saw that last night as well. The administration of justice is what God is looking for. So I'm going to read, uh, I'll just pick one scripture um, from the few that I have. Um, but justice is something that God wants to see. It's what he's looking for. It's what the world is lacking it's why the world is in ruins and being held back because there's nobody to administer justice. So he says, who through faith conquered kingdoms? The next step is then to administer justice. And as a result of administering justice, what happens? And gained what was promised. There is profit. There is gain. There's a there's, we start to gain ground the more we can administer justice. 
Because as much as you may think people do not want to hear the word of God, let me just be honest with you, people have not heard the word of God. If they hear it, especially now, there will be more people heeding it. It's just the issue of people are speaking scriptures and then there's people who are speaking word. Again, what's the heart intention of the word of God? That you prosper. That you are in a world. I've said this to you before and I need you to, rem um, to remind yourself of this. Pastor Toby showed us and he said this to us before that the Old Testament is still ahead of you. It's still in the future. There will be a day that someone will rise because it entered into their heart. They would have heard the preaching too. The it's that entered into Moses' heart, the system of righteousness, the system of justice, it will enter into someone's heart and they, as one individual, will be able to bring the emancipation of a people who are enslaved. Enslaved not because they're in chains or shackles, but because their mind cannot see them get through where they are. So God says to us as the wealth family, as the house, the royal house of David, he says that it's through faith that you're going to conquer kingdoms. It's faith why we sit here and we try to build businesses. We, are, we understand that the only way to combat an existing system is with an alternative system. So we sit here and I felt the reason for me to come and speak the word to you is it's been, we've gone through excitement. And to an extent, we're still very much in an exciting stage. But you see, after excitement comes the delay. It looks like I'm repeating. I'm waking up, doing the same thing. But where is the results? Where is the promise? And it's there that God actually tries to now cut down the men he will use. He filters the men who, who he is who he is interested in using. He filters them because these men must understand purpose. They must, they must not be moved or driven by excitement alone. Excitement will be a part of it. Again, look at the journey of the Israelites. If we're to use that as an example today, they were excited to hear that there's a better land for them. All of them were, in quotes, on it. They were all willing to leave somewhere that was home to them. Remember that Egypt was not something that they were taken from and brought in. For many of them, in fact, the people who had now been removed from Egypt, extracted from Egypt, that's all they'd known. That's home for them. That's their comfort. You need to be working with comments and scriptures. You're slow today, though. They have to be working. They have to, I mean, that was home for them. But... Someone had preached to them and had shown them signs. The purpose of the signs, I said, in fact, let me not say that. The purpose of the signs was to prove that God was with Moses. Yeah. They were able to have their proof. They were satisfied to say that this man called Moses was who God was ordaining to bring about their liberation. And now they're hearing his preaching that there is a land where, where it flows with milk and honey prosperity and abundance and they believed the message so much that they left home a man that they had not seen for 40 years has come out from nowhere and in a time I think the time was about 10 days or so 
however long, they decided to leave home because the message, what they heard was the word. But you see, when they got into the excitement of uh, we're, we're, we're at the forefront, we've just taken gold of Egypt, we're at the seabed, we're at the um, on the riverbank or the sea bank or whatever it's called, that they're there. All the excitement happens. Great, the great sea walls open for them to go through. These are exciting things. And then all of a sudden they get to a dry moment. It's called the wilderness. You can't define the difference. You won't be able to fully gauge if you've made ground, if you've taken, if you've gained ground because everywhere looks the same. Every morning I'm waking up and it's just trade family again. Every morning I'm waking up and it's just sound minds again. It's just do a club again. I'm just doing all of these things. It looks the same. But the problem is the people that God will pick are those whose eyes are fixed on where God is taking them. Not what is happening right now. Because if you look at your situation now, you will begin to mumble. You'll begin to grumble. You'll begin to complain. And of these men, we saw that their lives perished there in the wilderness. Imagine that these men probably would have had a longer life if they stayed behind in Egypt. What I'm trying to say is don't join the journey and not be determined to see it through. Are you with me? So God actually says to us that now the people that are able to follow through the process, faith, Again, everything you're doing from invisible capital to musant affairs, I think that's how you pronounce it, everything you're doing is a faith project. It's a system that you are raising, that you're trusting God um, to build so that you can have to fight systems. A day is coming that your systems, God will begin to empower it. That's where I'm going through. I told Paris that if I was going to title today, I was going to title it Faithfulness. But what she did was correct also. But I wanted you to know that there's going to be a day that you see the things that you're struggling with, that sometimes you wake up in the morning and it's like, it's not going anywhere. It seems that nothing is happening. It seems like it's not making great grounds. You're not gaining ground. A day is coming where the world will rush to be a part of it. Young people will rush. And when God establishes your works, your systems, men will come because the Bible says that, look, he's the one. I've taught you that scripture before. He says, sit here. Sitting is one of the most hardest things to do. To remain, to look like you're not moving forward. It's hard. I think um, my, my daily buddies in court has to be help center, to be honest. It's like every day I come and sit amongst them and just talk. Sometimes, today I was busy trying to look at, uh, trying to feed squirrels. Imagine, that's how bored <laughs> <laughs> I was. And I can only do that because upstairs, the things I'm thinking on, you have to think about the way... I, I, it was Tony asking me in the car and she was like, sometimes she can only imagine the amount of different information that comes to me. And people will still expect sound judgment. In the midst of that, I'm still learning. I have to go to the word. 
I have to depend on the word. The listening back of the word is, if the word is an hour 40 minutes, it will not take you an hour 40 minutes to listen back because you have to pause, you have to think, you have to consider certain things. Why is all of that happening? So I can say these funny things to you, but I'm saying that, again, I will not be the one um, 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 trying to catch up with you. I will be running and say, are you ready to catch up? Do you have the capacity? Because sure is where we're going. It's sure. I, I cannot but emphasize this. It's sure we will prosper beyond our wildest imaginations. At the time when you think everything has gone down, God will send men with expertise, with resources that will submit to you, those who are found standing. Can we actually deviate and go to a scripture? Because faithfulness actually works in line with your ability to stand. Ephesians chapter 6. So what we saw in Hebrews was that it takes faith to conquer kingdoms, what you're involved in now. Then it goes on to say that you should administer justice. That's what we're taught in the shepherd's tent, like I said to you yesterday. And as you do that, you gain. The Bible says they gained what was promised. That's the key. That's why they continued, that they may find the day that they can gain what was promised. I want you to find me the scripture where it says, um, um, having done all to stand, stand therefore. Maybe start from when he says, put on the whole armor of God first, actually. I hope I've given you the right scripture. I haven't, right? What is it? Read, say it for me. Okay, so don't say that I didn't give you the right scripture. Put on the... Put on the... Glory's better. Verse 11. I'm joking, go for it. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Put on the full armor of God. Imagine that everything, the, blessed, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, all of these things was all given to you so that you can stand. Again, in your youth, when it looks like everything that surrounds you is exciting and because of its excitement, the things around you that surround you are beckoning to you to join in. They're telling you, forget this long. Why continue? Good evening, Mummy um, Bishop. It, it's, it's telling you, you know, sometimes it's more exciting to do a bit more, but then leadership is constraining or restraining you and they're saying, stay, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. We, it's hard to do. But the Bible says that everything that God gives you is not to start moving about. It's so that you can stand. So how do I know someone who is dressed fully in God's armor, they stay standing? It doesn't matter the season or how things look, they are there. They are not being tossed um, here and all over the place. They're found in position. If the position is just sitting down, I'm just going to see the Stuto Club through. A Remy staying there. That's the proof that somebody is standing because they have the full armor of God. But read it for me. Go on. Because this is not where I wanted to go. But go on. Put on the full armor of God yeah. so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Uh -huh. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, 
and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Where do these all lie in your mind? All of these things are all in your mind. The spirit, look, your thinking is spiritual. There's no body to it. Do you understand that? These are rulers, authorities, powers of this dark world against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. These are things in your mind. But God tells you that your war is not against what you see physically. Why would a person become a um, haphazard person, a busybody? The things going on in their mind. They don't have the armor of God to stand. So, Apostle Obi, I'm not. Look, I understand excitement and comfort is one of the as one of the. Look, they're the best friends to poverty. Best friends. They they are the company of poverty. I know that sometimes when I'm doing things, I have to see it through the age of excitement. I must not think, oh, it must always be exciting to believe that God. You have to ask yourself, when they asked, oh, where's the God that did this? They were recalling days of great wonders, excitement. And they thought that it's only in that time they see God. So if they don't see that, it feels like God's not there. Your faithfulness in showing up in your work offices, whether it's the one set up in House of Influence, the wealth office, which is for the whole family, the helper's office, the, the exchange, wherever you may be, your faithfulness to waking up in the morning and saying, I'm going to look at this again. I've counted the whole month of every day and, and I'm just looking at this. That's the reason why we preach. It's faithful. I just trust God. That the way to where we need to go is going to be through this. So, I, look, whether it's one person, and you guys know it of me. I can preach to everybody. I can preach to one person daily. I have it ticking off that I speak the word. Faithful, not expecting things. We will preach when we have. We will preach when we seemingly don't have. It's not going to be changed by what is outside of us. What God will look for when he comes back onto the earth is if he can find men, women who are faithful. Now we're going to have to look at that faithful topic. Verse 13, go on. Therefore, put on the full armor of God. Because of all that lives in your mind. He says, therefore, you should put the whole armor of God. Yeah. So that when the day of evil comes, mm -hmm. you may be able to stand your ground. Imagine the day of evil is not for you to run. So I was singing to one of your brothers today. I was like, look, you've had this dream. I've heard this dream. I'm listening intently to all that you said. And I said that now for me to know how to move, I have to go back into scripture. Because everything of the day of evil is to make you move out of position. It's to make you do something different to what you've always been doing. So scripture quickly says, I'm not the God that gives fear. I don't care if this dream is repeated 10 billion times. I'm not the one that will give you fear. For I have not given you the spirit of fear. Do you understand? He says of power, of sound mind, of love is what he gives. So the moment that this produces fear, I know it's not God speaking. I don't care if you see a white man in a dream. If you see a long beard in a dream. I, <laughs> I don't care if he says, I am God. I know it's not God because God is familiarized by his word. You know him by his word. So then you were able to say, no, 
this is how you do with it, this is how you do with this, and that's how you remain to have power. The day of evil is to move you out of the place of the word. The place of the word, your convictions, the things that you've determined to keep up with, irrespective of what you're faced with. You know, the day of evil is just moving a man, a woman out of position. So he says, therefore, put on the full armor, not part of it. It has to be the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, what will happen? You may be able to stand your ground. You may be able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything to stand, yeah? Stand. And after you have done everything to stand. Stand firm then. Another translation says, after having done all to stand, stand therefore. You must have done everything. I look at a pastor Toby challenged over the years with many things from his own people to his own family, to his financial fights, to community fights. And he just stands in his position. I was actually thinking about 2019. Yeah, you know, the, fam the famous royal horse guard days where it was real prayer you know the, especially that year the nation family it was like us against the world uh, i think kida's busted joke is like if you're unlucky you go to a place and they're like oh who is like spat nation like, and then everyone just rises up it's like what spat nation, spat nation? <laughs> imagine being ducked down because you go to church <laughs> but that's how real it came how do you see yourself through that not by trying to do many things. Yeah. Find the place where you stand. Yeah. Standing is a display of your faithfulness. So I want us to look at some scripture, just one scripture, um, one scripture before I take you to some others, just to emphasize the point on faithfulness and justice. Isaiah chapter 16. I want us to get to a certain verse, but just for um, reading, say, context, um, sake let's look from verse one i also understand you see the word i said this to you i can't remember what year it was i said it to you when i was talking about kingdom god in order to bless the masses and i think it was pastor sam saying it on monday he has to work on his instrument yeah Pastor Toby also emphasized that it's, look, blessing the world is not an issue, but he has to find his son. Because what God doesn't want to do is just bless you, bless you, sorry. What he wants to do is, is to bless people through you. There's a work he wants to do, not just to you, but through you. And if he wants to do this work through you, he has to do a work on you. So I understand what I'm up against when I'm listening to the word, when I'm listening to my heart, when God is preaching to my heart. And you know, I've realized it's actually true. Every little obedience of the heart you follow makes it easier for you to hear what God is saying per time. I obey him today. Tomorrow it's easier to hear him. You just know what God is saying and you grow in power because you are sure that this is God. So what we have to understand is that, look, if this is God looking for who he's going to give his power to, he will not just give that to anybody. You have to admit in your own heart or make room in your own heart and mind to say that for what I am looking, um, seeking God for, it won't be easy to attain. You must have that in your heart. 
And so I'm not going to crumble. I'm not going to bend because I know that for anyone to enter into the kingdom, the Bible already said it's the violent that takes it by force. If I'm trying to be a gentle person, it's not going to work. Violent here is not talking about you have to be shouting. It's just that you have to be sure about what you're after. You have to be sure and unmoved in your pursuit for what God wants to give you. Is every house listening to me? So let's look together, Isaiah 16. Read from verse 1 for me. Go on. Send lambs as tribute to the ruler of the land, from Selah across the desert to the mount of daughter Zion. Like fluttering birds pushed from the nest, so are the women of Moab at the fords of the Anon. Yeah. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. Make up your mind, Moab says. Render a decision. Go on. Make your shadow like night at high noon. Yeah. Hide the fugitives. Do not betray the refugees. Yeah. Let the Moabite fugitives stay with you. Mm-hmm. Be their shelter from the destroyer. The oppressor will come to an end. The oppressor will come to an end. Yeah. And destruction will cease. And destruction will definitely cease. Yeah. The aggressor will vanish from the land. In love, in love, a throne will be established. This is my main um, scripture. In love, a throne will be established. But look what it says next. In faithfulness, a man will sit on it. But only in faithfulness will a man sit on it. Who is this man? Go on. One from the house of David. God is scoping. Moving around the wealth family, the city of David, looking for the one he can find faithful to sit on the throne prepared. This man would what? What would he do? One who? One who in judging seeks justice. He seeks justice. He's always looking for time. What is right and just? According to what God has laid on their heart. And because of that, they speed. Go on. And And speeds the cause of righteousness. Let's read verse 5 again once more. In love, a throne will be established. Yeah. In faithfulness, a man will sit on it. Only in faithfulness. This is my emphasis. Only in faithfulness, a man will sit on this throne. One from the house of David. One who in judging seeks justice. And speeds the cause of righteousness. Like I was saying to you yesterday that the system that God credits to the man who, he, who believes in his word is righteousness. Righteousness allows you the ability to administer justice. So why is this all important? You know, so I, I was listening back to the word last night. And I was asking God, so look. And when I say asking, it's not me saying, God, so what are you saying? It's the state of your heart. You're constantly in search for God's word. That's what I mean when I say those things. Thinking, what is the utterance for today? We have heard the word. I say to the helpers, um, the help center all the time, I'm like, look, the reason why I rejoice at the word is I gauge where we're going by the word. When I can hear the authority in the word, when I can hear um, um, the dimension of word we're hearing, I know where we're going. So the first thing that God laid on my heart is, look, surely 
every seed you sow, you will surely reap. We have sowed the seed, the word. Its harvest will come. Look, the harvest is sure because the seed is sown. Now there's nothing to uproot that. It's sure. What will make you see your time through from seed process to harvest time? Faithfulness. Can you stand? Can you stand? Can you go through everything that is necessary to bring you to the time of harvest? That's why usually when the time, when the body of harvest comes, most people can't even recognize it because it looks far beyond. Who would have thought that a tree can come out of a little seed? It doesn't correlate, but it is its harvest. The harvest of us taking the nations just off the back of yesterday's word is sure. Are you hearing me today? It's sure. So what is God saying to us? He is looking the throne is being prepared, but he will only sit upon that throne, a man found faithful. This man is concerned about God's affairs. All they want to do is show and speak what is right. It is only right, listen to me, it is only right that we give people a chance. It is only right that we begin to create systems where we can employ people because the rate, and when you look at the way people are being employed, the things people can get into, there's many disqualifications. The system will put someone's um, skin color before their brilliance. Or not even that. They'll put their accent for their brilliance. But you are creating a safe haven where you're saying, look, you've lost money. Okay, I hear that. But people make mistakes. We will still give you. But you see, the people that will become a powerful nation are the men that occupy the position of, like what PT said to us a few weeks back, they will be found, what will be found in them is both the spirit of giving and teaching. That's what we want to see. That's what we want to do. We want to be able to give constantly. Do you remember how PT showed us what will cause a man to stand? He said, by his generosity, a man will stand. He says, a generous man devises schemes and by his generosity, he will stand. So we're constantly giving. We know that will make us stand, but we're also teaching because Christ said, let me make you. I will teach you how to fish for men. Let me make you. Let me show you how. I think what God started to lay on my heart is, can I find a man faithful? Because if I can find a man faithful, I will appoint them. I will put them in the seat of power. But we have to look at all of these things. We have to look at two or three more scriptures so you can understand this. What does the faithfulness of an Iman Akin, what is it supposed to look like? What is it supposed to look like? So let's look at Luke chapter 24, verse 49. I want it in the New King James. So God laid it on my heart this morning. What does faithfulness look for for us? as the wealth family at this moment. Let me see comments. I need to make sure that everyone's on this listening to this. You know what the thing about um, life is, is by the time you start to see the reward on someone, it could be too late for you. Should I say that? It could be. The power's in the process. 
I asked for the comment, she's still just, well, it's fine. No worries, let's just move to the scripture. Let's move to the scripture. Um, where did I ask for now? Luke, Luke chapter 24, verse 49. verse 49, in the New King James. What does it say? I am going to send you what my father has promised. Now look at this. Christ looks at the disciples. He has taken them for three years on a journey. Calling a Peter out of his own occupation and livelihood. For three years, these men are exposed to a man who has power. They look at Christ's life. Christ is able to feed the five thousands. He's able to do the impossible. And now, randomly, he did not warn them when he told them to follow him at first. He didn't say, follow me for three years. He said, follow me. And I know that Peter and Cole was probably thinking, this is going to be a lifetime of following this man. Because everyone wants to be around power. Do you know what people are afraid of? And they don't know they're afraid of. Power. Because with, uh, I, I think this is, I'm not intending to do this, but as I've said it in my head, I've just heard it, it sounds funny. Um, I can't remember how it said it exactly, but it's in the Marvel. It's like, with great power comes great responsibility. It's true. I think I was showing you that on Saturday, that the, that the government will be on his shoulders. That's something that people don't want. People don't want to not be able to move their life like they would want to because power restricts you even more. Power does not allow you to be free. Look, it's the children of men who has no power at all that are free to roam. But then when you look at the power of, uh, of royalty, at home, their tutors are there. Everything, they're restricted because power puts you in prison. Power is given to people who can be found. They, they understand their movements. Uh, why I'm saying this to you is because it seems like we're rushing into something, but God has said it's intensifying for something you know that is sure. And you know, like I said to you, you can say any word. The only way that you'll be able to prove yourself is by practice, not by talk. Wisdom will be proved by her children. As simple as that. But why have I said all of this? Now Christ is about to depart and he says, now look, tarry ye. He says, I want you to remain here. I said, I want it in the new King James. Behold, go on. I am going to send you what my father has promised. I'm going to send you what, where are you reading from? Luke 24. Yeah, what translation? Behold, I send the promise of my father upon you, but tarry. What does faithfulness look like for us? Tarrying. That's faithfulness for us. Are you there yet? Okay, read it for me. Behold, I send the promise of my father upon you. God has, Christ has already put out an order for the wealth family, that power be given to them. He's already put out an order. He's already sent it. He's already put out a request. But for you to be positioned, for we to be positioned to receive 
attain that power, there's a form we must be found in. What does faithfulness look like for us? Tarry. Continue in. It says, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem. Go on. Until you are endued with power from on high. Look, why was he, why did Christ have to be specific? Is it that God was only going to come to Jerusalem with his power? Is he restricted to come to Jerusalem? Where does power visit you? Visit you? The place you don't want to be. Jerusalem was going to be their biggest threat. Because now the governing authorities knew that these disciples were followers of Christ and they were out to kill them. They were out to persecute them. But Christ said, if you really want power, you must be able to remain in spaces that you may not be comfortable to remain in. Where does power visit you? In a place you're not comfortable with. I said Wednesdays are days that I'll be speaking to you so you understand the way you ought to be thinking. I understand, look, there's times that, and we'll get there, but there's times you have to hold a position knowing it's uncomfortable, but if you hold long enough, their power will find you. But tarry, this is the word that God gave me this morning. But tarry, this is the word he said to me, is your word for today, tarry continue I know it's not exciting I know it's not of pleasure but tarry if you can remain in the city of Jerusalem what will happen to you you'll be what until you are endued with power from on high until you are on endued 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 sorry go on with power with power from on high these are the words that God says to the world family now. If you want power, you continue. So look, Pastor Toby has shown this and I have to keep using him as the example. Years of just remaining in what seemingly was an unrewarding position. After all his preaching and fasting, it was just six pounds trousers. 16 pounds suits. The man that was going to receive the order that was already sent the day he chose to follow can only access that power if he can remain in that position. That's the only way. So I understand we see scripture and we see the lives of people. You've seen it. For us to be in the position now, if someone sees, and I look, we, from myself to anybody, we haven't even scratched the surface yet. But there are people that look at me and think, oh, you have. But how did we get here? We just stayed in a position. You know, the problem is, sometimes good advice is not God advice. Good advice would try to help you offload the stress you're in. The stress given to you by reason of instruction. But God advises, continue here. Yes, it may bring you to tears. Yes, you may feel like you cannot. I keep telling people, I have to deal with myself in my room and still come out here and carry out my duties. 
and I don't carry it out because I'm being forced. I am willing. You know it. But I also believe by reason of having leadership in front of me and by believing his words, I know that just remaining here, we may never be able to logically say how this will transform to this. If I randomly give the microphone to people here who have seen us grow from my mother's house, they, you can't actually pinpoint logically how we have grown. How we've got to a place that on a daily, our expenses are thousands on a daily. You can't begin to reason that. You can only submit that you're in a different realm now. And God, Christ gave us the key instruction that many people, people have been in church. I was talking about one of the sisters that left dear to my heart. But I'm thinking all she had to do was tarry. All she had to do was take up whatever's making you uncomfortable. Just take it because if you can tarry long enough, if you can be found faithful, guess what will happen? Power will visit you there. But no, guess what happened? The rulers of darkness, the mind, the different conversations, she just couldn't put the, whole, the full armor of God on because part of the armor is faith. Salvation, righteousness, truth. They couldn't keep these things on. And what happened? In the day that power was around the corner, they couldn't stand, they moved. Then all of a sudden, we hear someone in the likeness of them receive a supernatural, a supernatural dream. To, and I believe it was. They don't know anything about the nation. And one day, ask those that are in the nation, saying, oh, what is power based? They're not in the nation. They're like, oh, I had a dream someone telling me to come home, come to power base. They don't know the nation. They've been around, but they don't know the setup. And they have to ask someone. Someone has to sh that's in the nation has to show them the pictures of the people in the power base family. And the girl can pinpoint the person that came to her in a dream saying, come. They've never spoken before. But at the same time, when someone gave up their position, tarrying as a leader you know sometimes people have given and they begin to assume when they've given enough they get to a place where I feel like I've given enough so because I've given enough I can start spending God says no the power that will make you take nations is can you hold that position a bit longer let's look at some other scriptures Luke 16 I believe yes Luke 16 from verse 10, I also want it in the New King James. So before we read that, I would say, I, I, I had to say these things to myself. Look, we're at the forefront and the fight is different. I, I, I admit that the fight at the forefront of the army is definitely different from those who are still at the trenches or those at the back. We're seeing it full force. But it's either we give up or we fight even more aggressive. It's either we give up and say, oh, what's this becoming? No, the hope of the whole army following you is in how well those in front can advance. So I understand that it's me and a few of us. And look, we're saying to ourselves, I've said this to myself, and I know for some of the brothers, and we're just saying, look, we are fully involved in this work. It's not like we're dancing around waiting for others to do it. We're fully involved, as in 
whatever's a loss for everyone is a, a loss for the house is a loss for me. It's not like I'm dancing around there and saying, oh, don't worry, you'll be fine. I'm involved. I'm really involved in this because in the day of the power is going to allocate the men, the women who were actually found. But let me not go ahead of myself. Luke 16 verse 10. He who is faithful in what is least is also faithful also is faithful also in much. Do you see that? He who is faithful in what is least. So I understand the work of God. God will say, well family, go and reach out to young people. And we don't have the resources to reach out to the people we want to reach out to. He gives us only two loaves of fishes or five loaves of, uh, five loaves of bread and two fishes, right? Or whatever around. He gives us what's too little. But he says, with the little, can you hold? Would you be faithful to put what is yours in? We've seen it. What I'm saying to you, I'm not speaking um, 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 spooky things or imagination. We have seen it. We've seen Apostle Toby with the little he had. If it was 240 he had after his 400, if it was however much he had left, he was using that little to change lives. That money was never enough to change lives. But what was God looking for? Is this man faithful? Would he hold the position with the little he has or would he give excuses? Would he get tired? Because do you know what I realized? Look, it's easier to be faithful or it's easier. I know this sounds wild, yeah, but hear me. It's easier to give when you have more than when you have little. You know, we always say, oh no, it's harder to give. And we've experienced it. I remember the day that I was going to sell the 30K to PT and Kida's come and bought the cash for me. And this guy looked like he's been beaten up through the stairs and everything. Like he, he looked like, he was like, are you sure? Are you and even, he almost got me. <laughs> even I was thinking, the things we need to sort out, like I can do 20 and that's still a good seed. That's still a good seed, but it's not God's demand. And we could have used the 10K. I think at that time there were things we wanted to sort out. It was so hard yeah, that Kida had sown, don't worry, God's forgiving you and I've forgiven you. <laughs> sold this, the seeds of doubt. I had to call my brothers and say, guys, come upstairs. And we sat on our hands on the seed, yeah, just for strength. <laughs> Pastor Ben, you're here, you remember. But I also understand that, you know, when you have your last 10, God wants to see how faithful you are with that last 10, because what is little will definitely be for you. I don't think you understand what I'm actually trying to say. God says that he will know a Sicily to be faithful in much by how faithful she is with the little she has. The little is only what's for you. The much that God wants to bring to you are for the nations. So what you can deny yourself um, individually as an individual of, you will be able to deny yourself for the sake of the nations when much is given. He says, he who is faithful, read it for me. He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. Yeah. And he who is unjust in what is least is unjust also in much. Let's get this in the message as well. Let's get this in a message.
Jesus went on to make these comments. Yeah. If you're honest in small things, if you're honest in small things, you'll be honest in big things, yeah? If you're a crook in small things, <laughs> you'll be a crook in big things. If you're a crook in small things, you'll be a crook in big things. He's talking about faithfulness, honesty, the ability to remain true to you true to him, irrespective of what's in front of you. He says, if we can use, so I actually said to myself, look, every task that God is, so it looks at times that God gives you a task that's big, bigger than what you can do. That's the age that God wants to trust your faithfulness. Because the little you have is what he expects you to do. So we have a little house. Some people can say this is a big house. We have a little house. God is testing our faithfulness. We don't have a film studio yet, but we will surely one day. We'll have many. The best of the world will want to seek the services that we can offer. But it starts off, what are you going to do with the little you have? So this living room has to be an office, has to be a studio for the word has to be everything. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? It has to be everything. If God is going to push you in the fashion world, the little you have, can you share it? You see, all of these things I'm saying to you, these are things that we can see and observe from our leader. Do you remember the days when P. Sam said that the only thing that PT can drip, um, hand over his drip was the big apostolic shirts? So the practice of you see the sons around the PT wearing the things that he's worn, yeah? It was from when he had little, when it was his own money that can buy it. And if he can be faithful there, then eventually the nations will clothe him. And he will still carry the same practice because God wants to see how faithful we are. Can we stand I hope you're really hearing what I'm saying to you. Can we stand? Can we look in the little we have? Can the law house still say we have to do in a law community? We have to reach out to young people. Then we're scratching our head. How are we going to fund it? And it may be you could you have to disadvantage yourself in order to give advantage to other people. That's what God is looking for, because in love, a throne will be established in faithfulness would one sit on it. He will look into the house of David. If David only has a sling and a stone, that's what he will use. Before the day he can have access to the greatest amount of swords. He says that if we can be found faithful in little, we'll be faithful in much. This is what David did. So I wanted to end with this scripture and I'll let you guys go with this. One day, Paul started to speak about um, how he has to treat himself. In fact, let me not read ahead of it. 1 Corinthians 9. Um, what verse am I looking for? Let me help Abby because she's just mad slow today as well. If I tell her something, she's going to give me another scripture completely. 1 Corinthians 9. Verse 19. 19, okay, go on. Though I am free and belong to no one, I have made myself a slave to everyone to win as many as possible. Keep going. Well done. To the Jews, I became, <laughs> to the Jews, I became like a Jew to win the Jews. You know, a man that constantly 
becomes what he has to, what he's trying to win is a man not self-conscious. He's faithful only to the intentions of God. He's not looking for his self-gratification. To the Jews, I became like a Jew. Go on. To win the Jews. To those under the law, I became like one under the law, though I myself am not under the law, uh -huh. so as to win those under the law. To those not having the law, I became like one not having the law, yeah. though, I am, though I am not free from God's law, but I'm under Christ's law, so as to win those not having the law. To the weak, I became weak to win the weak. I have become all things to all people, so that by all possible means I might save some. You see the diligence of a poor. I've been saying to people, look guys, if you're tired now, if you're overwhelmed now, I feel sorry for you because we haven't started. Power is something that from far people think they want, but the truth of it, they don't want it. The day power comes, yeah, and it's coming. The order has been put. The day power comes, we're going to realize. Yeah, I keep saying it. You will be busy. You will be active. It will, be, it will take a next level of sacrifice. In the days when there's no power, you can make a ton. You can make a ton of mistakes. And it doesn't mean anything. But you see, in the day of power, it's like the smallest thing can cost you your whole life can destroy everything. But carry on reading. Let's get to, to the verse I need us to get to. Go on. I have become all things to all people, so that by all possible means I might save some. Yeah. I do all this for the sake of the gospel. I do all of this. Thank you. This is what I want to get us to. I do all this for the sake of the gospel. Do you remember what the gospel is? That in you, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. But he says, I put myself through all this that I may share, yeah? That I may share in its blessings. So look, the proclamation of what God is about to do is not the end all. So even we who are speaking, we are making sure we're paying attention, we're responding by giving our, to our total selves. So that in the day, oh no, let me not go ahead of myself, read it. Keep reading, go on. Do you not know that in a race all the, do you not know that in a race all the runners run? Yeah. But only one gets the prize. Yeah. Run in such a way as to get the prize. Run in such a way, there's a style you must run. So your run must be smart and hard. Because look, the, the thing is, we say it's just the fastest person that's going to win the race, right? And that is partly true. But the people that are skilled as athletes, sprinters, yeah, they also know certain things they must carry up. They must, they must keep up if they're going to increase their chances of winning. Things like you start off low before you run. Things like when you're running, you're not bare looking to the side. Things like a point in the approach, um, approaching the finish line, you put yourself forward. There's a style as well as working hard. He says, I run the race in a way. I'm careful. I'm deliberate. 
so that I may be found the one with the prize. But keep reading, we're still getting there. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. Do you see what happens? Everyone that actually gets into this. So look, you must, this is why we read things that it says, make up your mind, render a decision. When I was saying that it's better that you choose to stay in Egypt than to get involved and not give yourself fully to it. Do you know how I prepared for the word today? I was watching the, twi um, the Tinder swindler. And I learned something true. This may sound very bad, but hear me. The only people that enjoy or benefit of something are people who are really involved. You can be around it, but you're not actually involved. And you'll be the one hurt after. That's why God allowed that documentary to be on Netflix to learn. Unless you're truly involved, you won't enjoy it. The guys ran away. <laughs> Uh, there's something I want to say, but you see, the, the thing is, I don't want to give anything. Let me just leave it, don't worry. I, I've been saying it to people, we're entering some powers. I've been saying it, we've been entering some powers, but hey, well, carry on, carry on. Everyone who competes in the games yeah. goes into strict training. They go into strict training, yeah? They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore... I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I'm not aimless. I'm intentional. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. I'm intentional about where I'm striking. But look at the next verse, because this is where I want to end. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave, so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Let's look at this verse in the New King James. Hmm. But I discipline my body. You know, I've always said, you see discipline, one of the things you have to have. You may not like it, but you have to, you have to bring about self-discipline. The spirit, you know, the Bible says that I've given you a spirit of, um, it actually says somewhere, I can't remember where, maybe if someone can find it to help Abby. But it says that he gives you a, of self-control, discipline, the spirit. Meaning that as you hear the word, you will see the need for having to have it. Well, in fact, don't worry about that scripture. Just go back to this. But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection. Go on. Lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. I myself may, be may come become disqualified. I still need some translations. Let's look at message. I need it that we fully understand this and then I'll let you go. Let's see what the message says. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm running hard for the finish line. I'm giving it everything I've got. No lazy living for me. No lazy living for me, yeah. I'm staying alert and in top condition. Yeah. I'm not going you to... you see that? I'm staying alert and in top condition. Yeah, what does it say? I'm not going to get caught napping. I'm not going to get caught napping. I love it, go on. Telling everyone else all about it and then missing out myself. So you know it's possible that you could be telling everyone about what God is about to do and miss it. Do you know why? You couldn't put yourself in the position of faithfulness, discipline. 
Let's read this. I'm looking. For, I'm still looking for a translation. Maybe amplified or amplified classic. From verse 27 still. But like a boxer, I buffet my body, handle it roughly, discipline it by hardships, and subdue it for fear that after proclaiming to others the gospel and things pertaining to it, I myself should become unfit, not stand the test, be unapproved and rejected as a counterfeit. Do you know what I want to show you with this? And maybe does Amplify say it different? This is right. And then the last, the actual translation I want you to do. Let me see this. You can read Amplified. The translation I want you to read will be King James after, though. But I wanted us to go through some. Go but, but like a boxer, I strictly discipline my body and make him my slave, so that after I have preached the gospel to others, I myself will not somehow be disqualified as get, unfit for Get service. the King James for me, and I'll just end with this. It says that so that after I preach to others, why did I need us to read in different translations? So that when he's saying preach to others, you don't allow um, your own knowledge to fill that space. Some of the translation says after I've preached the gospel. The gospel was that God will bless. So Paul actually got to a place. Okay, since the King James is here, you can read it. But I keep my, I keep under my body, yeah. And bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. Do you understand what a castaway is? Someone that's been rejected. So Paul actually said, I would do everything to be found faithful. Discipline is what helps me to remain faithful. I remember the whole goal. I'm faithful to the goal. It makes me discipline myself. You've lost me. A person trying to win a crown will, in view of the crown, discipline themselves. They will, in other words, the discipline of an athlete is the faithfulness to the crown. I am faithful. The crown that I want, my faithfulness to it is that there will be a life I put myself through so that I will not be found rejected. So what did Paul say? Paul basically said, look, I preach the gospel and I'm faithful because I do not want it to be that in the day that God blesses the nations, because that's what he's talking about. That's what I'm trying to emphasize. He says, so when I've preached to others the gospel, what is the gospel? That in you, all the nations shall be blessed. What is the bless? What, what, what does blessing mean? Or to be blessed, it means empowered to prosper. So Paul, if you look at um, Paul and his stories, Paul was a man after power. He says, look, I have to be faithful because there is a day of distribution of power. And I do not want to be found missing or rejected in the day of its distribution. Because power will come and have to find people that was faithful to the goal. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Paul actually said, it was, I think it was verse 23 that he said it. He says that, um, maybe fine, was it verse 23 or verse 24? And I do, and this I do for the gospel's sake that I might be, yeah? That I might be a partaker thereof with you. you look, everything he puts himself through 
was so that in the day of the power distribution, I won't be found missing. But how did he do that? He continued in something. That's my whole point. People leave before the day of the power distribution. PT sat down, tarrying, preaching to a people. He just kept doing it. It was every week to the point that his life, in quote, can almost lose, look like a lost excitement because it's just every Thursday is the word. Every Sunday is the word. There's another word conference. He just kept there. And eventually power met him where he was. And like I said to you, for, to keep that going, sometimes it cost him. There will be people that he's in debt to. There will be people that he's owing because he has had to help others. Things that he personally lost. He became all things for the people he was trying to win. You don't understand that. So people ask me for needs. And it's not because I have that money in the safe. I have to become solution to them. So I lose my self-gratification. Oh, the people in here looking at me, they don't understand. Someone has a problem, I have to become their solution. I don't have that sitting in a bank. I will go and put myself in a situation because the system of righteousness, justice, is that someone will lay down his life. So I will have to go and make certain things happen behind closed doors just to be someone's solution that I may win some. And he says, I do all this so that in the day that God decides to distribute power in the wealth family, it will surely happen that I may not be found rejected. I don't want to be someone that can, someone will say he gave tens of thousands, but he missed it by a day. It's, it may cost us. There'll be times that because of what we're pushing as a family, there'll be times that we're hungry. If you understand, of course, we're not going to be starving like that. But there'll be times we'll have to deny ourselves of certain things just to push an agenda, knowing that we're doing all of that with the small we have, with the little we have, telling God we will be found faithful because when we had, when we were using our resources for your work, we did it. If God finds us like this, we will prosper. So I always tell people, be happy that you're close to leadership. And I'm not just talking about myself. But be sure by making it known to you and your leader that, look, I am fully involved in this. We can play, but we are co-laborers. We're working on this. I don't have another agenda. There's no other life being funded. I don't have the energy for it. I have made myself lazy and, what's the word? Lazy and irresponsible in certain things so that I can be hardworking and responsible in one. And that's why you will see this man prosper in front of you. And many of you will prosper because you've chosen to just say, you see, sound minds, I will show that this will work. So let me end with this. Hope 2022. Again, you cannot be mobilized. If you're still being mobilized, you're someone that's not fully involved yet. And I get it. To get there, you have to be. We all had to be mobilized at first until we took on the responsibility. You can't say that you're a soldier of a pastor Obi or a pastor Toby or this family and you, you have to be reminded on souls. 
So I'm so happy with the document we've put forward because the document that we have, uh, and I, the only mistake I made was not sending you the picture to put on the screen. But I'll still do it. I can still do it now, isn't it? Yeah, of course, of course. Just wait there one second. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is going to be good to see. Uh, Deanna, you even sent me the humble one. Um, don't worry, I'm done with the word. This is me mobilizing you guys. Well, when I told you to, you put it on the screen. You can't say you're a soldier of the house. And PT, as our commander, said, in every soul, there's free men. There's free souls in every person. But if I'm to ask you, Ivy, how many? Then you say you're a soldier. Now, that's not insulting. That's to remind you that, look, there's an agenda we're pushing forward. And unless you keep your eyes on the why, you will always, this, whatever is not important to you, you'll forget. You know, I, I think you was the one that told me this one time that PT was talking about this. It's like, look, you must get to a place that the things you have forgotten, you know, is not important. You have to meditate. You have to intentionally keep your mind occupied with certain things. Hope 2022 is a statement, is a big offering in souls and in finances. Between now and Abib, we're saying that as a very minimum, the wealth family is sowing 250. That's as a very minimum. And you know, honestly, I say that to everyone, but you know that's still a few people. That's just a few people's work. That's not me saying things. That's me saying what it really is. It's a few people that we're, we say this publicly just to be political before God. Then behind closed doors, we're saying, okay, how are we doing this? But you should refuse that. You should say, I'm involved. And sometimes you'll be given the strength to be involved in this capacity. Sometimes you'll be in this capacity. All it is is that you must know that there's something that God has given you that will contribute to the work. So we want to push this agenda. I think I said as a rough date on the 25th, it's 25th of Saturday. I think it's 25th. Well, whenever the last Saturday is, we're going to have a physical service. And from there, we're going to have, monthly, we're going to have a physical service in, a service in different cities. So this physical service we're going to do, <laughs> you know, this girl's funny today. It's fine, it's fine. It's because Frank usually does it, so I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. So next month, we'll know where we're going to go. I have a Nikisha telling me that, oh, she has a brother, a brother is intrigued, he's listening, he's this. For me, I'm just like, okay, Manchester is where we're going next. I'll just say to the whole family, we'll find a day and we will all go, even if it's to ourselves. But what are we doing? We're making Manchester know that we're available. Yeah. And we'll keep moving during services, just getting better in our services. And you know to make that happen, God hasn't given us a bank that's saying, oh, I'll just give you endless money. We're going to use everything that is us. That's the faithfulness. That God, you have given us a work and we will put, how, you know, I look at someone like Razim, I always say, Razim will, as far as he stays, that guy will prosper though. I've looked at him sometimes not knowing he don't have. And I've given him an instruction waiting for him to come and collect it. And he'll just make his way. He'll find his way to make it happen without me giving. 
And as annoying as it is, because it's just dancer, dancer, as annoying as it is, you just know that that man or God, you know he'll be faithful there. So that's what we're going to do. But let's look at the table. So these are the houses, all the souls per house. Yeah. You can see prosperity. That must be wrong. Uh, it has to be wrong. I'm going to try and intercede for you on that. And prosperity after everything, zero people. Up until service. Helpers free. Wealth HQ with all the numbers, only 27. Storehouse, two. <laughs> I, want, I want to know who that is, though. Like, who did you invite? Is it mum and... Yeah. House of influence, how? House of exchange, a law house. What I'm trying to say, guys, is that this has to be our focus. This has to be our focus. And sometimes I had to sit back and I'm, sometimes I'm thinking, is it that we are content that we are big in numbers already? So I feel like I said the other day that in this season, God is going to allow there to be the emerging of real leaders. I'll just leave it as that. So let's push with our souls. Let's do everything. The actual document has everyone that falls into a house. It will have all the names, a drop box or something. I can't see Tom or anything. But anyway, it's the drop box. If, if it's the house of influence, it will show every name and it will show how many souls per person. Those are the things. When I'm looking at the princes of the house, the new gen leaders, I'm just going to look at them and think, okay, cool. Occupy a position. It's only faithfulness that will put someone there. So let's push. Let's really say that this is, you know, when I'm saying about this work, I, I personally am saying to God, in the time I give to it, to the finance I give to it, to the energy I'm giving to it, I'm telling God I'm fully involved. And I said to your sisters yesterday, let me actually say this, because I can't say this physically in our services. I love everyone, yeah, but I can't force the blessing on you. What you do behind closed doors is what God will reward you for. You will make mistakes. That's fine. But do you know what the problem is? The problem with people is before Pastor Obi, it's easy to obey him. But behind closed doors, if there's someone that you despise, you will do things that belittles them. That's what you'll be rewarded on. We must know how we talk to people. We must know how we treat people. We must be leaders that carry. So if there's anyone around me, you should know I'm someone that likes to carry everybody. You must be able to do that. Do you understand that? We have to push in these. We have to be particular about how we treat one another. Let me end this. It's been a long one. I want you to ask God, strength, ask God to, behind closed doors, be asking God to give you strength daily. Because to carry a nation, this is how I deal with myself, practically. Because when you put things into a spooky world, imagination, yeah, you, you can't account for it. I look at myself and I say to myself, imagine if God said, Pastor Obi, now you're going to be um, um, the leader of London City. Like, everyone in London is under you. Do I have the capacity for that? No. Even if God said that to me, I won't trust me. Now, that's not to 
to put down yourself is for you to be deliberate about how you watch your growth. Yeah? Let me leave that. I love you all. Thank you for your patience. Um, go back and think about these words. Be the person determined to say, the, the last scripture, we won't go to it, but one of the things that God laid on my heart was do everything to prove your, um, to prove your election. You should make sure your election. Don't be satisfied and say, oh, Pastor Obi's called me the leader and I'm just sitting here because I'm Elohim. No, prove it. Do you understand that? I love you all. Good evening. Have a nice evening, guys.